Blankie and a hoodie right now, so get cozy. You know, sip with us. I got my blanket too, but I was having hot flashes earlier. How old are you? That's what I was saying. I was like, is this normal? Like, I think it just can happen. Yeah, because I, I, yeah. well, I was like, have you seen on Twitterverse that I'm just getting my period for the first time in five years because I had an IUD? And I'm just like, um, why am I having hot flashes right now? That's nuts. I mean, I'm be honest with you. I do not miss having a period. I personally, I mean, I know that's not a great thing to say, but today being your first day of having one, but after five years of not having one, I can say that uh, I'm going to be just as, I understand how you're feeling because I'm going to feel that way when I get my first one. Like, damn, you just get so used to not having, it's a, it's a hassle. Yeah, because I haven't, like, I have five years not wearing pads five years it's just like being able to wear a phone whenever i wanted to just being like oh just any underwear you want any outfit yeah in my case any color like it's yeah but i mean thankfully i I, I only wear i always wear black that's what i'm saying in my case not yours so yeah i always wear black naturally so Yes. Well, Godspeed, you know. Thank you. I'm just, I'm not, um, like, I'm not creepy. I got a headache, though, um, and I was, like, really tired, but, and I was, and I got really irritated today at work, and my coworkers was like, oh, my God, I've never seen you mad before. I'm like, which is a great thing. I love that, that they said I've never seen you mad before, but I got really irritated. Yeah, I feel like, Sabrina, you don't really get irritated often, but when you do, it, it'd be, like, crabby. <laughs> Yeah, I put like yeah, your I hands turn into cloth and you like sniffing. Yeah, I don't really. But like I just you. let you be because you don't really get irritated. You really, I feel like you get irritated uh once a year. Thank you, I really appreciate that. I just also don't like injustice. That's what I'm irritated <laughs> at. <Sorry>. Injustices. <laughs> yeah. Irritated with it, but yeah, I feel that completely. Yeah, what that man say? We gonna be all right. You are. Everything. I said what that good. man say. Everything's gonna be good. Look, we're getting into the holiday season now. And actually start I'm starting to feel Christmassy. But I watched Elf the other night. Mm, see, I didn't start like, my Christmas watch. I'm really strict. I started in December. <laughs> I feel like that's not enough time. It's just not enough time for me personally. Um I'm gonna be buying decorations very soon, but I feel like it is too soon right now. So I'm gonna wait until we I'm gonna wait until Black Friday um to buy like some decorations and stuff. That's perfect. Yeah, Black Friday is coming up, and then I just realized I don't get paid on Black Friday, and I'm just like... I know it sucks. I hate that I don't get paid on Black Friday, but I'm going to try to put some aside, um, the paycheck before Black Friday, because I'm like, I just got my eye on a few things, because I've learned. I used to be the type of Black Friday shopper where I'm like, they say it's on sale. It's 10% off, like you can get better sales than that, you know, across the year. So I have my eye on certain things, like certain, I already have like a $20 off coupon at Urban Outfitters. So I'm like, hmm, all right, so let's see what goes on sale, then combine it with your $20 off coupon. Yeah. Okay, bet. All right, so you need kitchen appliances. Like I'm looking for a toaster, a particular toaster brand. And I'm looking for a KitchenAid. And also, I'd like to get my mom an iPad for Christmas. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to get all those things on sale, but I'm going to be looking to see which ones I can get on sale, like, you know, by chance. And 
if it's not that, it would have to be like a blow my wig back sell for me to spend money on it. That's how I, I feel. <laughs> I really want those AirPod Maxes. I've been talking about them all damn year. You have, you have. I really have been talking about year. Maybe Best Buy or something will go on sale. That's what I'm hoping. But also, I'm thinking I still gotta buy Christmas gifts. Um, I already know what Noel wants. Um, and how about stuff for my parents and then. A lot. you and then the baby and honestly i'm so sorry Perfect. that's it <laughs> yeah i'm only get my my, so my list is very short this year because all right we got christmas in december well i do a baby moon in november christmas in december and then a baby shower in january i'm gonna be dry Nuh-uh. i'm everybody is getting something real cute like a token of appreciation but i'm not going as big as i have gone in, in past years like i just i'm not doing oh it. yeah and i'm going to la next month yeah honestly sabria never mind we can talk about it offline i'm <laughs> <laughs> about to have a full discussion yeah, I forgot we wasn't on the phone just now. I was going to say, just just skip me this year. I really don't care. You've done a lot. like I, So, but again, we can talk about it offline. Break it up. Um, yeah, I was saying, and yeah, you got, I got to guess, I got to do the baby. This girl can wait. <laughs> she can wait. She, she won't see Christmas until 2020. Four. So it's like, you know, she, how does she know? I'm up. You know what? True. Yeah. So let's get into this fade four. So what astrological placements do we always get along with? Sabria, you first. So for me, it is, sorry, y'all. I got like, thir- if y'all see my notes, have, y'all, y'all be like, God damn, I got so many <laughs> notes. But anyway, so for me, number one, I, all, no matter what, like, pl- I said placements in this because like, I'll find out somebody's moon sign or they rising and it's this. Like, it'll be different from their sun sign. Or sometimes I get along with this sun sign. It's like always. So Aquarius. Mm. Aquarius are always drawn to me. Always. And it's... I always like Aquarius. And it's yeah. funny because people be like, oh, like Aquarius has this like, this um reputation of being like heartless, emotionless or whatever. But I get... I always get all the emotion from Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I always get the vulnerability, like all the stuff that people don't see. And I feel like um, we also get along is because we're both very like, I don't, I'm not a nonchalant person, but also I'm somebody that I'm not very like, I don't, I want to say like, I'm, I'm not very like high strung. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's how me and Aquarius get along because we are always just like, oh, like, okay. Like, we're yeah. go with the flow. I feel like Aquarius like the flow. But I feel like Aries like the flow. But I feel like Aries flow is more so, like, fun. Right? So people don't fun. notice this as much. But I feel like with Aquarius, their flow is unique. Like, yeah. they flow in a way where they seem like more enigmas um, than anything else. But to your point, like, I think about all the Aquarius I know. And I feel like they are just blunt about how they feel they're just so mm-hmm. blunt but it's not to be mean or nasty it's really not it's just to be like it's just they really respect and love honesty and i'm like how could you not vibe with a person that like puts out the honesty at the forefront you know exactly so my next fave it should come as no surprise 
is Leo's. So in elementary school, my first best friend was a Leo. And people will always say that she was so extra and (laughs) dramatic, but I got it. Like, not everybody got it, but I did. And it's so funny because her and Iman follow each other now. But, um, (laughs) But yeah, so I feel like we just got each other and I love fun but I also love structure fun and I feel like Leo's deliver when it comes to structure fun also Leo's love a theme and also like you can tell a Leo the like this is where like for instance I told Iman let's take pictures with Santa and she just started sending me outfits and I'm like okay that's what I like like come on like I feel like it's like bouncing I feel like we bounce off of each other and also it's like who like who take like it's not even we got to say who taking charge it's just like I feel like we like it's just an energy and then we like shift of who driving the boat because I feel like sometimes you know I feel like as a fire sign especially as Aries sometimes I feel like I could be driving the boat a lot and I feel like with email, we be switching, like, who driving the boat, like, or whatever. Exactly. Like, girl, you can give me the keys. You tired? Like, whatever. Like Exactly. Or this is your strength and this is my weakness. Exactly. And I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't get, I don't want to take too much time on Leo's, but I just feel passionate about this because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like a lot of See people be like, oh, Leo, Leo's is conceited, all about themselves, whatever. I'm like, no, y'all don't get it. I feel like like for me personally, if you don't believe in yourself, I can't really be around you. Like I and I, I don't want to hear that shit. Like I <laughs> I have times where I'm like, damn, I don't think I could do this. But then I'll be like, think about who the fuck you are. Like bounce back. And I feel like um like Leo's naturally have that. Um, because I feel like even when they fall, they don't fall too hard. So I I need to be around that kind of positive energy, that very go-getter energy. That energy is like, I believe in myself. I know I'm the shit. Like, I'm unshakable no matter what. Like, I need to be around that type of energy. Get period. I feel like um the most, uh, like, a misconception is that Leos are conceited. Yeah. It's like, I think that that shows that there is an epidemic on people with low self-esteem. Um, to personally, I feel like there's literally, like, a crisis where people <laughs> don't believe in themselves. So, yeah, Leo gonna always seem, like, hot and heavy. Exactly. But it be <laughs> you know? other signs that, like, placements that be, like, super vain. Look at a Sagittarius phone right now. Who that screensaver? <laughs> it's probably them. Look at it right now. Look at your oh. favorite Sagittarius screensaver. <laughs> it's probably them. Oh my God. I'm hollering. Okay? I'm just saying. And sometimes Pisces be like that too. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I never heard my mom say nothing bad about herself. I said, My mama outfit, I said, Do you look cute on this? She said, Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know who mama yeah, is. So I feel like it's a lot. She literally said, Yeah, I, I saw you should get the you look. You should say, Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my mom, but I never had problems in high school because I was beautiful <laughs> and popular and just cool and everybody liked me automatically. I'm, I, she was, she'll say that after I say I was bullied. Yeah. So I'm just like, Y'all need to, I don't know, them, stereo, them stereotypes, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe our moms have Leo placements. I don't know. But I'm like, them stereotypes, because I'm like, I, again, y'all ain't grow up with a Pisces mom, y'all don't know. 
But the next one is cancers. It's so funny that cancers are always drawn to me because I feel like I'm a very intense person and I'm very intense and I again I don't like describing myself as nonchalant because I'm not I'm chalant as fuck but I am very intense and I like am very like like I like to like freedom and I feel like some cancers like especially if you're in a, a relationship with one like they want to be like have you in their eyesight and i'm not like that like i just Uh like to be like oh whatever but i feel like cancers are always drawn to me and i don't know if it's because they like the chaotic energy but like cancers are always drawn to they do Uh, yeah i feel like they definitely do and also i like i don't mean to but i can sometimes say things to hurt um people's feelings but it won't even Sorry. be about them it'll be about a situation but cancer still be fucking with me I'm just like, you know i i i like it's crazy because i love a lot of cancers and i have a lot of cancers in my life but cancers aren't fair That's they the are not like fair that is they so not fair true. people they are cancers not like fair. do things to people that they don't like done to themselves <laughs> and i feel like that be my beef with cancers every cancer i've ever met likes to do something but then they get so sensitive you, you ever seen that um tiktok where if somebody got the gun to their head and they go oh and then they should pull it out on everybody else i feel like that is like the meme to describe who cancers are they like they're not the victim they're so quote quote sensitive but they i feel like they go start a fight and then be like why is everyone bothering me i'm like that's my little brother that's my little brother lenny that's my oh my god so many people i know that are cancers i'm like they start fights and then they point yeah that's why that's why i know because you notice i can walk in the room with lindell do he always (laughs) pick with me first y'all Yep, he do. Ever since he, he was, since a, he kid, was a kid, he Lenny always pick with me first. He will sniff out Sabria. He'll be at a table. He'll be at a table full of my friends, and who will he come for? Sabria. He always picks with me first. I'll be on a phone with Sabria. He but what she's yapping but about. I don't say. I don't. I know. I can't go. I cannot go as far as he go with me with him because I oh, know yeah. he gonna be like, why did you say? Because like if he would get he'll right. say yeah right. I, he'll say something about me. Be a big goof or something like that. <laughs> Mind you, this boy like six four or something. Hussy. I say And his mama's boy. And, mom, and I'll say something to him about being big, then I'm the villain. I'm like, you know, you just call me a big goofy something. Like, what? So I cannot go toe to toe. I I the thing is, I could take it. So no, you you would take them down. Yeah, That's the, the thing. thing is, so I just be like, all right, I just be like, all right, I just better than you. Like, and it's too easy. It's too the thing, easy. The thing is, like, I'll say so. I'm like, Lenny, I just better than you. Then he go harder on me. Like he just keeps on going harder. I'm like or, you look corny. You sneak dirty. Like he just keeps on going. I'm like, all right, I'm not even gonna say nothing to you. I'm not even gonna say nothing to you because you. All right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna tell the story real quick and then we can move on about cancer. But this really my beef with them. <laughs> So my little brother told everybody at my gender reveal slash our family dinner that I I cursed him out in the text message. That was true. What he didn't tell people is that he went missing 
He usually called my mom and let her mm. like ask her to order him a lift home, you know, because she got his credit card, his credit card on the lift app. She usually he usually tell her that he didn't say nothing. My mom was like, he had to have closed work at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. It was like nine. We didn't hear nothing from him. His phone was going. You know, we thought he got robbed, beat up. I was picturing him with a, in a trunk with like, you know, a, a thing in his mouth, like duct tape over his mouth. I was like, oh my God, like what happened? Me, pregnant, me and my partner, we get up with my mom. I don't even know where I'm driving to. I'm scared. My mom is sweating in the back. And then he called and I was like, I'm at a drag race with a friend. A fucking drag race. What? The, where do you even go to find this? Yeah, Because we had a drag race on Huntington Park. Then he just kept changing locations about where he was at. And I got to a point where I was like, look, you alive and well. I don't give a damn where you are. You're 21 years old. Do what you want to do. <laughs> so I get home and I call him to try to tell him not to... Sh- don't be stressing me out like that. Don't be stressing my mom out. Like he just, he was like, you're right. And just hung up on me. <gasps> Y'all, I call him every name in the book. And then he going to tell people she called, she cursed me out, but he didn't name none of what he did. Oh. He kept being like, she, she wrote a text message cursing me out. I can show it to you. I can show it to him too. I sure did curse you out. <laughs> See, but the thing is, like, what did you do? That's really what did how you do? he be, y'all. That's really how he be. It's a Iman called me dumb and effort. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you dumb motherfucker. I don't ever have a couple. I was going crazy. <laughs> I went nuts on him. And then the next text message, I was like, hey, are you near mommy? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Yeah, see y'all, he be that's the one. But the thing is, he again, a cancer drawn to me. He always just want to pick me. He do always that make his day. Like, how you on a phone picking with me? What? (laughs) The next one is it's like kind of a mash. Sorry, so I'm gonna do the one on my list, and then I want you to honorable mention. The next one is Libra. Um, Libras are a sick one because I could be mean to them, but they still want to be around me. I, Libras don't take no for an answer. Yeah, they also have no like. I feel like uh, embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> because it's so funny. So my close friend, her name is Samira, and we have been friends since Tumblr. She used to always DM me on Tumblr. And I'm just like, and she didn't have no picture. I'm like, who the fuck is this always DM me? They always DM me. So I would just answer it. And I just would be like, okay. It was like almost like she was forcing me to be her friend. And I just was like, okay, flashback. It's been like, oh my God, how long? It's like almost a decade. Like almost a decade. I don't know. It's been almost a decade. I think almost a decade. I like went to like I stayed with her when I went to California we went to Disneyland together that was my first time going like and we are the best of friends Iman talked to her like I like that's I talk to her almost every day and we in different time zones like actually I do talk to her every day and we in different time zones I'm like that is my girl I love her but it's just so funny because Libra is like I feel like they always be like pestering me and (laughs) like I just like give in and I'm like actually you're really cool like I feel like they the type of person that don't give a fuck they like i want this person to be my friend they gonna be my yep. friend and i feel like i feel like libras are like they don't 
they don't take things personally. You know, they just don't take things overly personally. They're not overly sensitive. And I feel like that's why when a Libra got beef with you, you, they really can recognize that it's more than just the basic like human nature. It's like malicious intent. Yeah. You know, like, I think about my girlfriend, Kara, like she's always understanding, easygoing, don't have a temper, you know, um, or my girlfriend, Mia, like these are people that are just so even tempered and like, they just don't take offense to some of the things that I felt like I took offense to. Like, say you're talking to a guy and a guy like uh, appears to be not that interested in you at first. They'll just be like, I'm going to see him again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you you got to respect it. Yeah. And like recently I did hurt Alibra's feelings and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, damn, Bobby. bro. You evil. <laughs> Bobby. Um, but yeah. Oh, also honorable mention, um, Gemini's, um, shout out to Gemini's. Yep. Like everybody always think that Gemini's are evil ones. They are definitely not. Um, I love a Gemini. I love to have fun and Gemini's be down from whatever. Gemini's are the funnest, most creative people you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. They're so fun. They are. And I, I feel like people get, so I'll just kick off with Gemini's cause they're on my list, right? Let's do a smooth transition. I love Gemini's and I don't think I noticed until I got to be an adult that like Gemini energy is something I really fuck with. I think when I was a kid, I always let that like, oh, two-sided, you know, they got two sides to them, but that two sides don't always mean like good or bad. I think that it means like sensitive and like energized. It means like sensitive and really creative. It's two sides but they're not like evil. Also, it could be like really social and really introverted as well. I think like, um, shout out to Peter. Peter is a great example yes. of somebody who is just like super friendly, friendly. But Peter got that other side to him where <laughs> after a while he's just like, I need, he will, he will dip out and be and like go dark, will completely go ghost. And I feel like that's a Gemini quality. They make themselves seem like they are so social. They are so friendly, but they're not always like that. But I'm kind of very similar. I got a Gemini placement somewhere on my chart. And I do have two sides of me, is for sure. <laughs> like, I definitely have a side to me where, like, I, I love to... Sabrina has seen me. When I have fun, I have a lot of fun. When I drink, I get fucked up. Like, I have the side of me that's like, let's keep the fun going. But I don't know when that will come. I also have a really responsible side to me. I have, like, a corporate side to me. I have, like, a nurture. So I really can respect, like, um, Gemini attributes. And I also have a lot of fun with all my Gemini friends. I feel like my Gemini friends tend to be the most understanding. And like Libras, they're not very egotistical. Um, Next on the list, obviously, Aries. Okay. Ah, Literally, I remember when Sabrina in high school told me, we're a perfect match. We really are. Period. I feel like, I and like, I, Sabrina is like, obviously my best friend. I have other really close areas in my life. And I feel like it's always easy. They're always like, they believe in everything. It's like nothing's off the table with the Aries. Like you could tell the Aries right now, like I want to be an actress and they'll be like, no, they won't simply believe in you. But if you, you know, if they are connected and you've proven to them that you are about your business, they won't doubt you. Some people, it don't matter if you're their daughter. They won't believe in you, you know? Like, but I feel like Aries always believe in what you want to do. And they're just forever young. 
that's my favorite thing. Like, you never have to worry about like, oh, life's gonna get old and boring with like an Aries friend. They're gonna always want to rock out. They're gonna always want to have a good time. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna always want to go see Santa. Like, it's just <laughs> for me. Like, some things change, but I'm really like a grown ass kid. Like my whole life, and I like to do a lot of the same things I like to do as a child. Like, my life is not about taxes and like <laughs> just <laughs> mortgage. Like, that's not my life. My life is really about fun, and I feel like Aries are like. They're the perfect companion for fun, support, and loyalty. I feel like nobody will understand loyalty in the ways in the way that a Leo and the Aries will. Because like if I tell Sabria something, sometimes I feel like it won't make sense to other people until I say it to like Sabria or my girlfriend Nakia. Like y'all will automatically get it. Like nope, you're right. <laughs> you are right. So, yes, I, love I, the I do not play about loyalty. Somebody that I worked with was on a drag show selling Iman. She got eliminated. And guess what, y'all? I started watching the show today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that type of like loyalty is irrational to some people because they're like, well, it's just the show. It's like to you. To you. But that was my girl. She's supposed to go far. So they will not see me. And I stopped watching another show, too. This black tattoo artist. I watched Ink Masters because he was on it. He got eliminated. I said, yep, y'all won't see me next week. I really yep. do not play about loyalty. I lose all interest. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> that's why me and Ima are such a good because I'm like, when I say stuff like that, some people are like, all right, that's taking it too far. That's stuff. But Ima, you being you're doing too much. No, like I'm with not. dating. People people used to always think me and Sabrina was so extreme with dating. It's just like, no, it's just it's over. Period. <laughs> it's over now. Um next on my list is Sagittarius. I know so here's the thing. I know they're crazy. <laughs> Sagittarius are batshit crazy. They are, but I definitely love them. They, they, I'm sorry I, I didn't make them. my list, but I figured Iman was going to put them too. I feel like when I think of Sagittarius, I think of sisterhood. Like, I really think of sisterhood because <laughs> I feel like Sagittarius are irrational and they know it and they don't care. They will admit to it. That's true. And it's like, like I feel like some of the craziest comments made about other people have been made from my Sagittarius friends. <laughs> and guess what? They didn't shy away from the fact that they said it. And it's like, I don't know why I respect that so much. I just feel like I'm somebody that's like, again, I don't like when people are mean, but I do like when people are honest about how they feel so that, and are willing to like maybe explain it with me. Yeah. So I like that. And I also feel like there's just this sense of respect between me and like Sagittarius. Like all my Sagittarius girlfriend, like I'm thinking about Savvy, I'm thinking about my girlfriend, Sincere. It's just this like, we never really fall out. You know, we don't fall out because there's this sense of like love and respect because we're both fiery, but not for nothing. Like we're not bullies. So I just always feel like there's this like great sense of respect between like Leo's and like Sagittarius. And I just, I just really love them. I love their energy. And finally, I'm going to go, wait, is that it? I just, I think I did it, right? Wait, so the Gemini, Sagittarius, Aries, Okay, and um, finally on my list is Pisces. Uh, I do, <laughs> again, Pisces can be very mean. They can be very crabby, but ultimately, like, something about their energy I really, really like. I guess it's because my mom is a Pisces, and I just like that they don't play. You know, I like that, like, I don't play. I'm going to be brutally honest, and I'm a sucker for somebody who comes off as, like, like rough around the edges, but ultimately they're very nurturing. I feel like if you can crack a Pisces shell, they're going to be the most nurturing, most caring people, most loyal, loyal, quietly 
loyal people you will ever meet in your life. I feel like the Pisces are not like an Aries and a Leo and a Sagittarius where they like fiery and they big they yap in their mouth all the time. Like a Pisces <laughs> is gonna be okay with playing the back seat. Yeah. They're gonna be okay with like they they're okay with holding the coats. Like I think about my mom, I think about Sabria mom. They low key some kiki, they be the electricity of the party, but you don't see it because they do things in the background and then once the party start, they okay with kind of like playing it to the side and they just they make things happen for like other people a lot um i feel like sabria's mom my mom i feel like those are two of the most generous people i know like your mom really when she care about somebody she do so much for them she think about them all the time and my mom is the same way like she gonna always do the right thing for people that she love and for vulnerable people like my mom i always feel like you want to fall out around my mom that's who you want to fall out around because she gonna call the cops she gonna stay with you she gonna make sure don't nobody hurt you if somebody is acting crazy she but hey you wouldn't want nobody to do that to your your family would you like she gonna always yep hold it down she don't care if she's disruptive and it's all out of care and love so it's like she's quiet but when it's time to stand up she stand up and she just got this quiet confidence about her like my mom knows she that girl yeah she just knows she that girl it's just like something it's an unshakable quiet confidence and her mindset is like i don't never gotta do too much I just, I love it. I respect it. Yeah. Kind of like Rihanna too. Like Rihanna is very caring, but she's also very like mean at the same you know time. Crazy? Like Rihanna what? is a, is a, um, Pisces sun, Aries moon. Oh wow. And I'm an Aries sun, Aries moon. So y'all sisters. Yeah. I love it. Wow, we we really went in. That's okay because we we love the signs. Um, honorable mention of Leos also. <laughs> I'm talking about Leos are not because you did you know puts herself on others. <laughs> no, for real, because I get along with other Leos really really well. I feel like it's magic. Shout out to Jamise. Um, like when we talk, I feel like yeah, no one gets it because Jamise. I can't tell you how many times Jamise will justify something she's saying with because I'm sexy. <laughs> That is so. You know, she's. Like, I get to do it. I'm young. I'm beautiful. I'm. I'm sexy. I'm sexy as fuck. Like that's her reason, and I get what she's saying. Period. She's not. I wrong. get where she's coming from. If we had to talk about one sign we hated, which real quick speed round, which one? What's the sign? That, sorry, we love people, but just when the, when you this sign, I just can't. With I you. cannot. Um, yeah. I would have to say Taurus men um like romantically like we be cool as friends and then when it turn romantic it's like Arr! i agree um i'm I like agree. wow you were not mean before but now all of a sudden you are um yeah, yeah so tars men romantically um who else i'm trying to think of all the signs this is... um no it's okay you only need to name one you yeah you, you do one Virgo, Virgos, I love y'all and I respect y'all, but y'all get on my nerves. Yes, 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 yes. It's a few Virgos that I do get along with that I fuck with heavy, but yes, like I like sometimes Virgos, I cannot. I'm like the panicking, the I'm like, and then being hard headed at the same time. That's what I like about Virgos because they'll be panicking and high strung, and you be like, "Have you tried this?" And they'll look at you like you dumb fuck, and it's like, well, you know, what? I'm not gonna suggest anything else because. Now I feel stupid, but you, it, it seems like, then they end up doing it anyway, and they never come back and be like, you know what, you were right. I hate that. But I fucking hate Same, that. but also, uh, again, I'm going to say men again. Virgo men are another one that are drawn to me, 
but they are so boring. Mm-hmm. They are boring <laughs> as hell, but they just be so drawn to me. And I'm like, don't I look like a fun and exciting person? Why would you come to me with this energy? Because they want to feed off your energy, but it's just like you literally can't. You can't. You're draining me. I have no energy. <laughs> oh my god, that was fun. That, that was, was so fun. fun. Oh, also, sorry. One more thing. One more thing. Y'all. I promise. I promise. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. It's funny that Iman says she always get along with other Leos. I get along with other Aries, but sometimes when I meet other Aries, they scare me <laughs> because they'll be super extreme and don't give a fuck. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope sometimes I don't come off like that. But it helps because I have two water sign parents, mm-hmm. especially if you grew up with Scorpio dad, like child. You- I kind of feel like I like Scorpio men though. They Only because I think they the big. Yeah. I'm be honest <laughs> with you. I think they the big. That's why I like Scorpio men because they... They really think they spies or something. Like, they just <laughs> be on some. It's like everybody see you being mysterious. So, how mysterious can you be? Exactly. So, I'm like growing up. So, that's why I feel like I'm not as crazy as I could be. But when I'm in other areas, I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, yeah, I the type, sometimes they can be little, <laughs> they can be little blasters. The type of like to be crawling on an electrical fence. I'm like, oh my god, like crawling on the White House. Like, I feel like, I feel like when I meet other areas, like I definitely get along with them. But I'm like, y'all are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Yeah. So so funny. That's all. Let us know your favorite signs. Hit us up on our socials. And we're going to move into a quick toast for us, sis. We want to toast to the Eagles. Toast, sisters. <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Yes, queens. Y'all killing it. Yes, divas. Eight to one. Yes, divas. Y'all are rocking it. Eight to so, one. Let's have fun. Yes. Get it, girls. Um, So I was crying because... I'm not even really into football like that, but having a partner that loves sport, first of all, not football, loves sports. He loves sports. Are we watching lacrosse right now? He'll watch any (laughs) sport. And so he was watching the um, Eagles versus Cowboy game, and y'all, he a Cowboy fan. And if you are new to sports, Eagles and Cowboys have a huge beef. Like, it's just like a rival that everyone knows about. Um, And so... I'm like, oh, I really don't want the Cowboys to win. So it's funny because they didn't. And at the end of the game, he was just sitting there looking really frustrated. And like, I put my arm around him. He's like, bro, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like patting his shoulder like, it's okay, pal. He's like, he's going to wait for me. So yeah, shout out to Eagles because that was very important to me. Like, I really did not. I was, I felt like I was so into the game just because I'm like, I don't want us to lose because I was going to hear about it all night. I know I'm a good sport. But huh? No, you're not a good supporter. <laughs> it's funny because my dad went to go watch it with um all Cowboys fans, and he had all his Eagle stuff on. Oh, I know he was a little. Oh, I know he was twenty. My mom was yeah. like, "Did you have a good night?" He said, "I had a good night." <laughs> See, yeah, I had fun. <laughs> he said, I had a great he said, "I can't speak for everybody." Else. <laughs> I was at the Cheesecake Factory when the game was on, and let me first of all, Cheesecake Factory like. I fuck with y'all, but y'all gotta get some bigger TVs. Them little STVs. I feel like I was at my grandma's house in the nineties, but people was watching the game and they was going off. But I'm like, them TVs was little as hell. I cannot see nothing. Like what? It's funny. It's funny because Muhammad was like, "Come on, come on," and I just was like on the on the chair gritting. I'm like, hmm. they got their ass whooped too. Everything's going as planned. 
Shout out to Jalen Hurts. Um, so moving forward, let's get into tea time, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cobra. She Megan the eats that. Come on now. I have so much respect. I just have so much respect because I feel like, like sometimes it's really hard to get people to realize how bad you were hurting. Yeah. But every once in a while, someone can do it really well. Like they can make a song or like, it's just like, there are some songs where it's like, I've cried and I cried. And it's like, I hear that you cried, but I don't feel that you cried, you know? Yeah. Whereas with Cobra, I felt that she really went through some shit. It's just like the lyrics, like, Lord, give me a break. I don't know how much more this shit I can take. Yeah, like, and the fact just, that, so, um, Ryan, um, Ryan Fyan, um, everybody knows the legendary, um, fashion icon, um, said, um, um, related that to, um, Cobra to Heya, um, Outcast, because if you listen to the lyrics to Heya, they're really like dark. Um, and, uh, but it's a very upbeat song. Right. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really true because like, it's like a club banger, Cobra, but when you listen to the lyrics, it's like, oh, this is really like dark. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like that's the only way that people would listen to it. Like some people. And if you listen to what she was saying, she was just pretty much like, yes, I'm de- I'm hurt, I'm depressed, I'm suffering. But as long as everybody get paid, right? As long as I, it's almost like a, a Pretty Hurts type of vibe. Yeah. Um, again, Pretty Hurts didn't really make me feel like Pretty Hurt, you know? Like, but at the end of the day, like Cobra was kind of yeah. that vibe. Like, let's, let's just make it look beautiful. But that's what the whole thing is about. Like, nobody cares about my pain as long as I'm sexy, as long as I'm dancing, as long as I'm making money. Nobody actually really cares about me. So it's just like, it's if you're listening, that's what it's about. Like, I know people had criticism about, like, why can't you talk about depression in a way that, like, you're not sexualized? It's like, well, first of all, Megan Thee Stallion is sexy. She's going to always be sexy. And there's no need to not be sexy just because you're depressed. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel like it, the, the song was delivered in a way where you people don't talk about depression like that. The only way to talk about depression is not to, like, get in your Kurt Cobain bag. You know what I mean? It's not to, like, completely slow it down. And the fact that y'all think that depression looks and sounds and feels this one way is the exact reason, like, she almost slipped under the radar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's why. It's because we always feel like, oh, bad bitch can't be depressed. Yes, she can. Exactly. That's what she's saying. That's what the whole thing is about. Like depression, oh, sometimes it looks like being productive. It looks like coming to work, being sexy. You know, that's what it looks like sometimes. And it's it's it never gets represented, especially in black women. So I feel like she took the best approach. She took the most original approach. Yep. No, I, she really did. And like I, some people was uncomfortable. But first of all, some things are supposed to make you uncomfortable. But exactly. um, her saying like this is he depressed. And I'm like, it makes sense because that's what people are like, oh, you are all you rap about is your pussy and stuff like that. And she like saying like, well, guess what? It's depressed. Yeah. And I'm more she was just saying, like, maybe like a guy, you know, you want to they want to come and, and try to be with you. And it's just like, 
I can't. Like, yeah. this, I'm depressed over here. Like, understand that if you have sex with me, this energy will be transferred to you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what it is. And like she was saying, like, a guy said, you're crazy. And she's like, don't I know it? Yeah. You know? So it's like, it all, it, it all made sense. And I just, like, it was such a good song. The beat was crazy. The video was crazy. She looked amazing. And I think that, like, I just feel so proud of Megan Thee Stallion because what was thrown on her and what she had to battle publicly and what she still has to battle publicly and what she'll have to battle, battle I don't, I mean, I feel like I have had less thrown on me in life and I felt more overwhelmed. So I can't imagine what that was like to be uh, a victim of gun violence and everybody to justify it. It's okay. You, you, you did, you had sex with this person and you shouldn't have been this and you shouldn't have been that. And then to lose both your parents and to lose your grandma and to just have people like Drake taunt you. And then you know what you do? You go to the gym, you get fit. You recognize like, okay, cool. I'm having some mental health issues. You, you get out of that contract with that shitty, with those shitty people. You break up with that person who wasn't doing you no good and you, you grow from it. I feel like that is not easy, but especially it's like the heart, the deeper of the hole that you're in, sometimes the harder it is to stand up. And I'm just like, she really, she at Amazon. Yeah. And she never folded. Like she never, never I mean, if she did, then I don't blame her, but I'm like that. I can't imagine going through all that stuff. Like she's really going through all that alone. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I feel like I wish that, like, I could. I wish I knew Megan Thee Stallion personally, like, cause I'm like I would look out for her in a way that some of her friends have not. You know, I feel like people like Megan Thee Stallion they need friends like us. I they need like girlfriends like us that will take them in like family for sure. I agree. Because her friends, child, or her friend, I don't know if all her friends are are that way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, so proud of her. And that is a great workout song. Like, well, I haven't gotten into it yet. I was taking a walk um, with that song playing, and child, I was walking fast as hell. Very powerful song. Very powerful song. All right. So... Euphoria is not coming back until 2025. Cancel it. Child, like, who cares at this point? So, in May, uh, HBO's head of drama, Francesca Orsi, teased the possibility of a 2025 return, telling Deadline that it would be the, it would be the year the third season would ideally return. Um, But, it looks like that's like... For sure now. We can't start shooting, so the delivery of the show ideally is 2025. We'll determine on when we can pick back up with Sam. It's just fucked up because there's so much that we need updates on. Like, I feel like this the, the Angus Cloud thing, like, obviously, you know, rest in peace. We want to know, like, what's going to happen to Fezco's ca- uh, character and what's going to happen with Ashtray. Did I mean, she say that suitcase? I think she still had the suitcase, yeah. And I want to know what's going to happen with Maddie. I want to know what's going to happen with uh Miss Girl, Miss Titties. What's her name? Faye? No, Titties. Oh, Titties. Uh, Cassie. Yes. I want to know That's what's going to happen with her. Oh, really? That's Lips? No, Lips is Faye. With the... Oh, yeah. Lips is Faye for sure. <laughs> Big boobs. That's <laughs> definitely Cassie. 
Um, I just want to know how that storyline with Nate is going to play it play out because I really want her to like, I really want her to grow. I was going to say I wanted her to get hurt, but I'm like, Iman. Um, I thought about the first season when she went through that, you know, that, uh, excuse me for just mentioning this out of the blue, she went through that abortion and I started feeling like, you know what? Cassie was acting out and I know she betrayed her best friend and that's fucked up, but I do hope for girls like that to stop relying on men. That's what I want to see. I want to see Cassie somehow stand up and stop being such a dumb bitch. Like I do. Um, I want to see Rue get clean and like live to her best potential. And most importantly, I want to know what happened to like Fesco and what, uh, what's her face is going to do. Uh, Alexi, how Alexi's going to feel about it. You know? Yeah. It's just so much. But to your point, Sabrina, by 2025, I'm going to be what? I'm going to be 34 years That's old. What I'm, I'm so weird. I'm not, I'm not trying <laughs> to be in their business. Like, and yeah, I'm thirty-four. Honestly, I feel like it was pushing it like now, but we did start watching it in our twenties. But I'm like, come on now, like I'm going to be like, come on. Yeah, it's getting creepy, and I just feel like you know what? At this point, I can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't participate. Good Good, yeah, I feel like I can't. And the actors, it. some of them are the same age as us. Exactly. Nate gonna have a whole gonna have a gray beard because he's definitely older than us. I think actually what? I said that based on how he looked alone. <laughs> he better be older than us. Oh shit, he not. That's crazy. Eli, he is a white man. He's twenty six years old. That's cr- mm. that's nuts. I was watching Elf, and one of the characters was like, I'm 26 years old. I always old. Like, think about that. I'm like, he was... You a motherfucking liar. <laughs> you lying your ass off. You are 47. I always think about that scene. Like, huh? He's like, I'm 26 years old. And I'm like, what? Like, come on. Why? Yeah. Oh, and Alexis Demi is... um, I mean... I always call her Alexis. Alexa Demi, who plays Maddie, is 32. So, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, luckily, she looks 26. (laughs) So, she'll be fine, but, uh, Lord have mercy. So, late late twins? Okay. Laurent, right? (laughs) Y'all know the, you know Larry and Laurent? I can't tell you what. But you know what's crazy to me? Why would you name one child Larry and then the other one Laurent? That is so crazy. Like that American <laughs> ass name and then Laurent. I, I thought Laurent was like the first child and then she was like, you know what? I'm tired of pushing. His name is Larry. <laughs> but, but do <laughs> but what is Larry is Laurent Larry in French? <laughs> oh God. So Somebody named Lil Curvy on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) That name alone makes me wonder. Hmm. But you can't judge stuff like that. Posted a video in which uh, they made a surprising allegation suggesting that one of the twin brothers has an extraordinarily excessive amount of children. 37, y'all. So she's accusing (laughs) Laurent. How can you uh, move that face? Well, look how you be dancing. (laughs) I feel like for that reason, I'm like, hmm. 
Um, so during the Instagram live session held on Sunday, Laurent dismissed the accusations as ridiculous and encouraged the person making the allegations to find another target. <laughs> he said, my image is way too clean. And if you find my 37 kids, tell them I love them so much. If they need a daddy, I'm here. <laughs> Additionally, he said, give my baby, my, give me the baby mama's names. Where are they? I want to see the babies. I want to see that they look like me. But I need you guys to understand. Let's do 10 babies. That's a lot. 37. You guys are crazy. This is where I realized the world is nuts. <laughs> now I understand why people and big artists talk less online. Oh, then that it got is worse. A... He started talking about he wanted an Asian baby. And everybody was like, huh? What? Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting confused. But you know what? In the video, I'm just like, okay. So is the person that he's kissing in the video, is that Miss Curvy? Because I don't, I mean, Lil Curvy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Curvy funny. <laughs> is that Lil Curvy or? I don't know. I'm else? confused too because I thought that was Lil, Lil Curvy too. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like sleeping with 37 people is nuts, okay? Let's just put that out there. <laughs> to me. To me. But then to get 37 people pregnant, it's just like you shooting up the club like 37 times. That do feel, I mean, come on. It's just It felt crazy and ridiculous, but... <laughs> I feel like there are two people in the world. People who love these twins and people who really just can't stand them. Little, I think we know what side Lil Curvy is. My thing is, that is so crazy to just come out. Like, the tour is over and then just out of nowhere be like, yeah, this nigga got 32 kids. I mean, 37. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Because the first thing I was saying, I'm like, Beyonce would not respond well if he really got 37 kids. But he right. messed up replying and talk about one Asian baby. Everybody was like, huh? <laughs> uh, wait, what did he say exactly about uh Asian He baby? said he what he was talking about like how he was like and if I had that many kids something, make sure some of them are Asian. They might be eight like something weird. I don't know what it was verbatim. Because you know, I, mean, I stopped watching I stopped watching the video after he said that because I'm like, where is this nigga going with this? But here's my thing. He I'm not making excuses. But sometimes I feel like when people speak French, they get real crazy. Like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like when they speak French and Italian and they speaking and then they try to say something in English, it come off real nuts. Like, because I've witnessed it several times where I've just had to stand there and take it like, wait, what? So I'm like, maybe it's not like, like he that's what just... I was thinking. But then I was like, how? I was trying to think, how can that get misconstrued? Like, what were you trying to say in the place of it? I just feel like he just says his head was buzzing. He's trying to translate two languages. Uh, sorry, he said, I'm going to let people blah 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 as much <laughs> as you want to. Because I love my life so much. And guess what? With or without the crazy things you guys say, my life would not change at all. At all. Not even a second. I'm doing so good. But can you come back with something true? Something I care about? <laughs> he said, me walking with my 37 kids. And it's a renaissance tour. You know when they do that dance? 
<laughs> Why would someone sit here? I said, but they do that dance like they ain't do several dances. <laughs> uh, it's like that walking dance Beyonce does. I get it, but why would they say? It says the woman who sparked the controversy is reportedly pregnant by one of the twins and doesn't know which one because the men being identical. What? <laughs> Allegedly switched places while dating and sleeping. <laughs> This Looney Tunes ass story. Lil Kirby is nuts. I feel like Lil Kirby, you you need to get off TikTok and hit a script because these stories are. How don't you are... know? And how you how, how did you find out that they like to switch? And at what point did you stop the relationship? Well, they have said that it's sad because I feel like they recently admitted to switching places. Well, one of them pretended to be the other one going to their job to get them fired so that because I think it was like Larry, one of them, Larry, you want to say it's Larry so bad. <laughs> one of them is crazy, right? And the crazy one wanted to be a dancer and the more like sane one wanted to go to work. So the crazy one disguised himself as the sane twin and got him fired so that he can join him in being a dancer. And that's how, that's like, it was a funny story though. I don't, I don't think that that's cool to twist it and then make it like they perverts and like you don't know who you're sleeping with because that's creepy. What? Like, this is so... (laughs) I'm so sorry. Like... (sighs) I just feel like I'm personally going to put this story on ice and just try to not go there with the twins right now. Yeah, because what? Personally. It's just weird. Oh, Lord. All right, so let's get into the sunken place, shall we? Let's get into it. So, let's talk about people who are obsessed with being blunt. You know, they tell it like it is. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand. And you know what? Since I'm on the apps now, again, I like have recently been seen. That's a, that's one, another thing that I avoid is somebody in their bio says i'm blunt i'm just like you are just a rude person especially men who want to why do you want to be blunt with women so bad you fucking freak like why do you want to tell a woman what like it is like you just want to be like look sweetie you ain't that pretty yeah Um, exactly over the age of 30 (laughs) that's how you want to be you be like uh yeah your waist getting a little wide you just want to be like you broke nasty you just want to be nasty you like you ain't do like, nothing with your degree like you just want to be <laughs> you got it's... no savings and terrible credit score my thing is like but what about you right what about you because if you that blunt with me why don't you go look in the mirror and be that blunt with yourself why don't you look in it because you, you don't want to go there you won't want to talk about the fact that you don't floss you don't want to talk about the fact that you make an average wage. Yeah. You don't want to talk about the fact that like you're intimidated and scared by intimate relationships with women. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk about the fact that you want to be the one that's spoiled in a relationship. You don't want to spend no money on no not a pleaser. Not you don't want to talk about how you don't know how to dress, how you, you feel, you know, intimidated by men who do. You don't want to talk about that. So why you want me to be, why you want to be blunt with me? If you go, I feel like if you like to be blunt, be blunt with yourself first. Exactly. Homeboys. But hmm. 
yeah like what <laughs> yeah i really don't like the person that's always like i'm gonna speak my mind it's like oh yes my that's God. another like, thing <sighs> i want people that be like i'm sweet i'm so i'm gonna just be out like people I'm a straight shooter yeah like, oh you know, my god that's another one because it's never constru- <laughs> it's never constructive it's never always to start drama it's, it's always, always to start drama. Start dra- and it's never etched as well yeah it's always to start drama and it's like also it's like i can speak my mind too you may not like it like that's what i'll be wanting oh, to say really sometimes. Not gonna like it. if i know if we both can't speak our mind the same way and like if i don't ask you that's another thing it's like who's to say i don't know what you're saying is the truth i may not actually just want to fucking hear yeah. it like this is always a person that bothers me and it's it's some it's some good things that come with speaking your mind because I actually am somebody who will speak my mind, but there's a time and a place to be blunt. Yeah, and that's another like, thing because sometimes people are just talking things out. Like I know sometimes like I just be talking stuff out, but I know what I have to do and I know I have to do it. And like I'll be complaining, but I'm like ah, oh, I know I have to do whatever, so I don't feel like I need that bluntness. But there's some people that's like huh, I'm gonna tell you what you need to do. It's like, then yeah. And it's like, who's this for? You know, because I, I'm a strong believer that if you give um, if somebody uh, wants advice or something like that, I think it should be for um, for them. Like the conversation is for them. So when I do choose to like speak my mind or whatever, I'm, the first thing I ask myself is like, who is this for? Mm-hmm. Like, is it for them? Or is it for me? Because if it's for me, like, that's not cool. This person don't really need this right now. So it's like, I need to be helpful for them and put my feelings aside and just, you know, tell them, just listen, shut up and listen. It really don't cost you nothing. People act like if they shut up and listen, they're going to do somebody such a disservice if they don't keep it real. Like, it's rarely times where if you shut up, somebody going to make a life or death. If you don't tell somebody how you feel about everything, you have to really know, learn discernment, like learn when is the right time to voice your truth. And like, I feel like the older I get, the more I choose the listen side versus the give advice side, because a lot of times people already know the answer. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to vent to you. And like, if anything, all you got to do is ask people questions, like take the Socratic approach. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be blunt, Go let them say it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody's in a shitty relationship, I'll say something like, do you feel... Okay, so how do you feel? Do you feel safe in this relationship? And if they can't say yes, then guess what? The bluntness comes from them, not me. I will not make... I will I will pick the times... I will not be blunt until I feel like a friend is putting themselves in harm mentally or physically or, like, emotionally whichever way if you if i feel like you are harm that's where the gloves come Mm -hmm. on you know and i'm gonna say what i have to say because i feel like i have to protect you and i care about you and i just i don't got no time for the you know philosophical shit like i need you to hear me (laughs) but most times things are not that deep It's really not. And it'd be like dumb. They'd be like, like, and it don't be having to do with the situation at hand. You're like, oh, I don't like my job. Well, what you need to do is lose weight. That's what you need to say. It's <laughs> like, what? Where did that come and they don't from? Be listen- and they don't be listening. They either. don't That's- be 
resentment. Because they be like, they be like, you want to smirk while you talk? But I'm going to tell you what your real problem yeah. is. It's like, wait, what? Like, guys, when people say, tell me, I'm going to tell you what your real problem is. We're not here to talk. My real problem. What? You've been <laughs> waiting for this moment to tear me down. And that's just not how friends talk to each other. It's not. Friends do, like, friends can take on the role as, like, advice giver, nurturer, whatever. But you know a difference between, like, a partner or a friend that's talking to you in a way that's condescending, mm-hmm. quote, quote, bluntly, versus somebody that's like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you. And a lot of times when people are blunt, it's because they think they like Steve Harvey or something. <laughs> Like this is like you know what I mean. Like they think they on a radio show or like a reality show, and I'm like, there are no cameras around. There's no cameras. It's just, just me and my fist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just me and his knuckles. Sandwich. That's all it is. <laughs> so that's the only person's opinion you need to be considering right now but i really do think a lot of people move as if they're like reality tv show cameras in a room i don't know if it's because we are screenshot we're a screenshot culture and people are just like i need to make sure i say this in case she showed it to her friends or in case she screenshot it for the internet let me be as nasty as i can so i can win i'm like you know that's not a real that's that's just so that's so sucks that's all i gotta say is that's so sucks it's so fucking sucks <laughs> God. Um, all right. But that segues into our next topic, which yeah. kinda has to do with, you know, that. Kinda. Knowing your place. Yeah. Knowing your place. Yes. And knowing what conversations are appropriate when and it again, it's not always easy. Sometimes we all can make mistakes or misjudge like uh different people and, and what state they're in like it's impossible for all of us to prioritize other people in the same way we prioritize our own emotions like that's just something i'm realizing as i get older and for that reason i try to be patient with people like i cannot expect people to care about me and my feelings more than their own feelings but what i do expect is for you to consider them mm-hmm. You know, that's all like, let's, let's keep some space open to talk about how we're feeling. So Sabria was mentioning that like, it's important to know your place in a friend's life. Mm -hmm. Cause some people will think they're your number one priority, or some people will even think that friends are your number one priority. And I can tell you right now, my friends and my family are neck and not neck top priority um, in my life. And some friends feel like family but it's also like we all have day-to-day responsibilities yeah that's like we all have shit we're focused on that we're trying to you know get to that we're trying to prioritize we we might all some of us might be feeling overwhelmed and our natural response is not to reach out to other people but to just be like oh i'm going on i'm going on chill and also like sometimes like your space and with friends and life it changes and it don't i feel like right now for me People always think that it's because, like, you know, I'm having a kid. Yes, that's a big part of it. But even prior to that, and even for Sabria, like, I feel like our place in each other's life has shifted as we've gotten older and we both understand, like, we don't hang out as much. There was a time where 
every single day after work. Me and Sabria were, I was working at the Police Touch Museum. Sabria was working at the zoo now, y'all. This is a long time ago, right? <laughs> this is when we were still in college. Yes. And we would leave work, go hang out. That was our life. Our life was hanging out with each yep. other. And now it's, it's, it's checking in via text. Like, I can go a week without talking to Sabria on the phone, you know, because I understand, like, okay, cool. She's got something to do with her family. She's traveling this week. I'm going to, like, just watch and text and talk and vice versa. Like, we give that space for each other. And it's like you have to just ride the wave and always have your own thing going on in life so that you never feel, like, left behind when somebody else, like, switches the beat of their drum. Yeah, that's and so needs. true. Yeah. that's why I was like... <clears throat> I'm like, let me hop in my travel bag. I'm like, I'm truly single for the first time in years. And I'm like, um, let me, I'm like, I, let me, not saying that like that would have stopped me from traveling before, but I'm like, let me just really get into it and do the things that I'm passionate about while I have the time, I have the freedom. I could just, I don't have to um, like tell anybody where I'm going or whatever like that. I'm like, let me just hop into this. Yeah. And I love that for you. Like, I feel like we are both always working on something. And like, for me, like right now, and I'm just like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to see you getting up and traveling and like taking the bull by the horns. And it's like, although like, um, I wish that I could like participate in this traveling with you. I'm just as excited. I'm just as excited for you to do it completely alone because I know that like, if I were to come not just me. If you go travel with anybody, it's automatically going to be like, um, you got to have to settle for what they want to do too. You may not be able to do everything you want yeah. to do. Whereas if you go alone, this will be entirely what you want. And I just feel like, how, how can I not be excited for that? You know? And like, and on the flip side in my life, like things have been like, it's been the most great time in my life it's been the best time because I can't believe what I'm experiencing some days like some days like I'm feeling kicks and I'm imagining like oh my god what's going to happen like I feel very much in love with somebody I don't know um I feel excited for the future I'm really thankful and blessed for my health um but then there are days where I feel really really nervous and scared like well it's got to come out right <laughs> um and you know <laughs> We got to look at the data. Things don't look the most, it doesn't feel really comforting to be a black woman giving labor in this country. Like it just doesn't feel good. And then on top of that, like, you know, there are different things that I've never felt before. Like one time I was driving and I actually it's happened a lot. Like I'll be driving and I just feel really faint. Like I'm about to pass out and I'm like, it comes out of nowhere. It's completely unpredictable. And you tell your doctors, you Google it, and they're like, that's completely normal. So it's like, oh, so I'm not dying. I just feel as if I'm dying, you know? So it's like things like that that happen. It's like, okay, that feels really scary because each time I just have to wonder. Or there are times where, like, the baby won't move. Like, because baby will sleep between 12 to 14 hours a day. So there becomes long periods of time of no movement. And each time that happens, it's just like, oh, God, I'm so scared. You're like waiting 
So you're a prisoner to feeling the next movement. Um, and then you have to go through work, still tired. Like I've been doing things. I've just been showing up differently at work. And shout out to one of my coworkers today um, who shared with me, like work is now going to just take a different priority in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's a big that's a big shift for me. Somebody whose identity has been working and being able to go in and put in and burn the midnight oil and get up really early. So it's just like really hard for me. I felt like I was doing something wrong. I felt like I was being a bad employee by, you know, not really being able to put in as much work as I did before. And I felt like nobody would understand. People would think that I'm like losing my touch. And I'm just like, at the time where I feel like I need my income the most, I don't want to to gain that reputation. So it's like, there are some challenges that, you know, are not going to go away because with every new thing you do, there are the, the feelings of pros and feelings of like cons, but I just feel like knowing, like people won't know that about me, but it sucks when I feel like somebody is expecting more of me, you know, right now. Cause it's like, I'm not a complainer. I don't go to people and dump. Yeah, no, I may no. share some things with Sabria. I may share some things with my partner. I may share some things with my mom, but I feel like by the time I've told those three people, I don't need to tell anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like what else doesn't matter, you know, but what I, all I ever really ask is for people like, just understand, just think to yourself before you ask a question or before you make an accusation, before you point a finger about how, Oh, you're not coming here. You're not around as much. Maybe this person is absolutely spread fucking thin. Yeah. And like the only thing that I should be doing is checking. That's the same thing if a person you know is grieving. Mm-hmm. You know? It's the same thing if a person is just going through a life transition. Like always approach friendships without like pointing a finger because you just don't know what that friend might be going through. Exactly. And Especially maybe when you're getting older now. Yeah. That's something to learn. Cause I'm like, I don't feel like uh, like not to cut you off. I don't feel um, like me falling back and certain stuff is like personal. I just feel like there's a lot in that going on and I need to stay focused on certain things. And we all should kind of have our own. I mean, I guess everybody has different expectations for friendships, right? And like some people want to live life like the girlfriends, right? Or Joan and Tony and Lynn and Maya were always connected. They were always together. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I don't know if it's always the most realistic. Like, I don't know if it's always realistic when you really get in the weeds of like all the different aspects of life. Like, and I don't know if it's like a, the best option for some people. Like for me, I love my friends. And there was a time where every day of the week I was seeing somebody, you know, I'm like, oh, it's real. Remember, I'm like, I'm gonna meet Susie Q on Monday. And I was just Johnny like, on Tuesday. I've had that era of my life, but it's not sustainable given my energy level and my commitments yeah. at this point. So I feel like I I mean, I don't think that I'm cold about it. I hope I wasn't, but I just think it should be like understood and respected. And like it's I, I just I've had friends be really busy. Like I actually have a lot of friends right now where we will just ghost each other and be like, my bad for getting back to you. But we, it's some friends I have been trying to hang out with since August. Mm-hmm. And every time we try to link up, another person is like, damn, I can't this week. Next, Life gets like that when it's too busy 
hardworking like friends. Yep. So I feel like why take it personally? Yeah. You know, try not to take it personally. Try to always like understand and under like it's and also ask people what's going on with them like i know it's easy to be like well nobody asks what's going on with me it's like well let them you know ask that because like if you know if you have somebody that's like if you have a friend who you know their behavior is to be very vocal is to be very outgoing to and they just like fall back all of a sudden maybe there's something up you know right right and like I like that you asked the question, like, how do you not take offense in knowing that you aren't a main character in a friend's life? Like, I really would never expect that. I have never expected to be a main yeah, character in anybody's life other than my own. I think that's something that, again, like when people talk about a Leo being like so self-centered, because I, I feel like your life should be centered on self, right? Not other people. So I know if my life is centered around me, I would really not expect my other people to be, you know, have their life surrendered, centered around like me, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. That's, that just makes, it doesn't really make sense to me. And I feel like um, sometimes we got to get out of fantasy land as it relates to like what we have been taught about friendships. Cause I feel like when I was a kid, my mom had a bunch of friends and I remember some friend, like my mom's best friend. I did not see her that often, but when I saw her, she would like come with gifts and lots of energy and love. And like, as I got older, my mom told me like they went to high school together. They was in the same neighborhood. But once she got married and had her daughter, my mom was still, you know, not married, didn't have a daughter yet. Um, they kind of like had to take a little bit of space and my mom understood that, but she was like, we're going to always be friends. Like we're going to always be connected until the day she passed away. They would, if one of them went to the hospital, they would see each other in the hospital. Uh, if you know, Thanksgiving was coming, she would like send us some food. And it was just like, I felt like I level set from a young age that like in life, different things happen or even like I always say my cousin Kiki. Fun fact, many black people may be feeling this way too, but my cousin Kiki isn't even my blood cousin. Her and my mom had been friends since they were 14 years old from the neighborhood. And I think about like, okay, they was neighborhood friends. They saw each other every day. Um, and they talk a few times, you know, maybe once a week or every other week or text each other. But when they actually see each other, it's different because they both had jobs. They had romantic relationships. They had their own family to deal with. They had their own children to do to deal with. And then they would come together when they could come together. But I just I feel like friendship if it's going to be for life, you have to ride out different patterns, different cycles, right. and understand that things won't always be the same. Yeah, it's only fair. And also, like, I don't know, maybe because me and Iman are super, like, I feel like, like, <laughs> oh my God, this is like so it fire side of me. I will say, I feel like some people don't be best friends, like how me and Iman be best friends. And like, I feel like we definitely got a forever type thing. And like, I never, like, not to say, like, oh, I'm the main character, Iman. Like, of course, it's always going to be me and Iman. And, of course, we're going to talk the most out of, you know, most of our friends. Because we have been friends since we were teenagers. 
seeing, and it's just we require so little from each other. Yeah, that's another thing too. We're very low maintenance as a unit. Yeah, it's. it's I, I feel like I don't require. I, I think that that's something I've learned about myself. Like I don't know if I always got into friendships that required low maintenance, and I always actually did. I think some for some people in my past, like I've done too much for them, almost coddle, because I, I think me and Sabria are the same, where when we see people who are misunderstood, we like to be the person that is like, see, well, I understand you, you know, like, okay, all you need is somebody to be patient with you, because you think all people need is a little pat on the ass and encouragement, and then they'll stand mm-hmm. up, but the truth is, when you connect with people, like, who, who want that type of like special attention all the time, they'll never stop wanting it. And so like, I, I think I understand that. But at this point in my life, I'm like, there's going to be one person who can get this level of special attention. And she's going to be the one that I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> I'm not doing this for like adults. Like I'm not doing this for grown people because I just don't have the patience or the capacity to do it anymore. And I think that's okay. And if our friendship can't withstand you know, if our friendship can't stand without me being that available, then I understand that our season is up and I'll love you for life. Like, that's just how I am. I, I really can't lie about that. Like, that's just how I am. But also it's like, realistically speaking, like, I just can't sustain that anymore. So I think the reason why I like friendships like me and Sabrina's work is because we can go some time and just be chilling. And, I, and I'm thankful for all my friendships that are just low maintenance. It's like, we may take some time before we see each other, but when we see each other, it's all love. Yeah. Like, it's literally all love. How could we build such a strong foundation just for it to, you know, like life be life and, and not just for me, mm-hmm. not just yeah, for me. Like, I, I, we, me and Sabrina got some friends. They dealing with some real shit. They caregivers for their family. They're breadwinners for their family, or maybe they don't have you know, a family or mm-hmm. strong family members, and they're out here alone. Like their 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 survival mm-hmm. kind of depends on them being focused and staying committed. Mm-hmm. There are just people out here like living completely different lives than from what we knew them. That we've had friends who have transitioned mm-hmm. and who have wanted to just go and live their life and find their own identity separate from like people who already know them. Mm-hmm. It's just like, is you a friend? You stand ten toes down, and you let you you understand. Like, look, this—they're the main character in their own life. Yeah. And this is what they need right now. It's not personal. Exactly. It's just not exactly. personal. Exactly. Everything is not a personal attack. And I feel like you know, um, some for some people, you know, when things are a personal attack. Um, but yeah, for the most part, especially like, well, you know, coming out like a lockdown and yes. you know people have lost job people have done been through some real shit houses foreclosed and had almost losing cars and stuff like that it's just like you know kind of hard to bounce back from shit like that and just you know be like oh let's go and my merry old way some people just need time you know right and i definitely feel like my life in the past year has changed in a way that I literally cannot imagine. Like I think about January, 2023, when I was like 
looking forward into the year. I did not expect it to be like this. I didn't like my life is funny some days. <laughs> I really be like packing lunches and getting excited about it too. Like I, I think I never really allow, I've always been so like about just myself and my friends and my family that I never really allowed myself to dream of what it would be like to have a partner. Yeah. And I feel like I've just like, this is also my family. I, like me and Sabria were just talking. I'm like, wow, I have a family now. Like, you know, I can't believe that I have like a family of my own. I have my own family unit. And it's, it is really, really, it's fun, but it takes like a lot of time and commitment and energy. And it's like, it's, it's a good thing. And I feel like my friends and my family, they're all still my priority. They're all still my priority, but we all, I, I just have went through it so much with other people. Like I'll have a cousin that is always like ready to party, but then that cousin will have like a a baby and a partner and a, a apartment. And I think there's just without any conversation, a mutual understanding that that partying has to take the back seat because now they have to be supportive to a partner and a baby. And that don't mean we won't ever hang out again. Yeah. It just means we got to make the best of the times we, when we see each other because it's not going to be like, it's just not going to be as frequent as what it used to be. And that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I just feel like in short, if friendship is going to be for life, you got to like, you got to ride the wave with people. And as long as the love and the respect still feels the same way, mm-hmm. what's, what's there to think about? You know? that part. And I'm really grateful to have like, you and like a few other friends who are like I choose to like celebrate y'all like I choose to really focus on that like the because that's the highest percentage of people in my life I don't have a high percentage of people in my life who don't understand I have a high percentage of people in my life who do understand and I choose to really really focus and like all my energy there, celebrate that, be thankful for that, because I know that that is not something that everyone has. Yeah, so despite sure. like life becoming more challenging, it's like, okay, I can rest assured knowing like I'm very loved, very supported. Mm-hmm. And most people, they understand. Yeah. Because some people do. don't have people that understand and they be shut you down and they be like, oh well. Yeah, and they feel like they gotta do what they gotta, they gotta stretch themselves thin or else they'd have nobody. And that's a fucked up like situation to put people in, especially people who may be pregnant or who may be sick or who may be trying to kickstart their career or who may be trying to save or hustle. Whatever the focus is, is taking their energy away. I just think that's an unfair weight to put on somebody. I agree. People have seasons in their life where they got to lock in and they got to focus and that should be okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh-uh. I literally just sipped some tea after after going off like that. Well, there you have it, gang. What'd you say? I said, well, there you have it, gang. Yes, 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 y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, Black Girl Brunch. Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. You can ha- also hit us up on the Gmail. Also, 
hit us up on Patreon. We have this pay as you wish model. If you want to support us, you can also follow me on Instagram at Imam Matei and TikTok Imam Matei. On Twitter, it's Matei. I'm taking an Instagram and Twitter hiatus. I want to say this just in case somebody reaches out to me and I don't say a word. Um, it's just because I needed a breather, but I am actively on TikTok still. So you can talk to me there and Sabria. And you can find me at it's Frankenfin on Instagram and TikTok and Frankenstein underscore on Twitter. When you log back on to Instagram, you've got a lot of videos. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, so so sorry. And, but you know what's crazy? I, I look at them all. I do. I, I sent you so many videos. Wow. Right now, I said, Y'all want us to do what in two months? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, If I want to get any of this done, I have to just like lock in. So, but y'all, that's it for this week's episode. We love y'all. Have a phenomenal week. Goodbye. Peace.